Welcome, everybody, to the Miami Sports Junkie Podcast, your source for your Miami sports fix, discussing everything from Jimmy Bucket's triple doubles to Miami Dolphins receiver play troubles, hosted by the one and only Miami Sports Junkie and Mr. JT. Now, let's dive right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Miami Sports Junkie Podcast. My name is JT. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Miami Sports Junkie Align. You want to say what's up? What's up, E-Nation? <laughs> what's up? What's up? And I have two guests with me here today. I have Adam Borai, a.k.a. Clutch Adam. You want to say hi? What's up, y'all? And then I have a uh, first-time appearance on this on our show, Alana. I'm going to butcher your last name, I'm pretty sure. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. You're going to butcher it. Teacher. 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 All y'all are wrong. It's Tahauer, but I appreciate the try anyway. Also, Adam stole my line. (laughs) I am completely off. Anyway, aka First Lady of Five Reasons, what's up? What's up, y'all? You can disregard Adam. You you just stole my line. Shut up. Okay, so usually what I do when I, you know, first at the pods um, for our guests is for the guests that we haven't had before is that I ask them how they get started and ask them a little bit about themselves. Now, I know, Adam, we've had you before, so don't really care about you right now. Um, We have too much background on you. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) Alana, we haven't had you on before, so do you want to talk about yourself a little bit and how you started potting and how you became the first lady for first five reasons? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to age myself here a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess, what can I really say? I became a Heat fan after covering the Bulls for a little bit of time here in Chicago. Um, And then, when did I even join the network? Adam probably has a better idea of this than I do. I think it was last November I joined. You did. Adam and Michael kind of tag teamed that search, um, reached out to me, and then I agreed to be on Clutch Corner. Uh, and then after that, I started doing some post game shows. And then recently, I started Feel the Heat with Michael. So um, we're we're out here with five reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, Michael, if you're listening, you're a weird guy, man. Don't like you. Don't like your ice cream preference. Don't like it at all. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I want nothing to do with what just happened, Michael. Yeah, don't we, leave we me were as a not, co-host. We were not involved in that. Discussion. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Um, sure, I'm gonna, sure. This is a question for Alana. Uh, it's funny. Um, so you're based out of Chicago, you said, right? Yeah. So how did you fall in love with the Heat? Because I've seen you on like uh, Clutch Corner and stuff. I know you're a big Heat fan. So how did that happen? Yeah, so um, randomly in middle school, I did not watch college hoops, and I still really don't, despite working in collegiate athletics for 10 years, which is a little bit embarrassing on my end. Uh, But for some reason, I followed only Mello and Wade. Like, I loved Wade at Marquette. Um, And then, obviously, once Miami drafted him, um, I started following, but I'll be honest, I was still a Bulls fan for quite some time. But honestly, I can't really ride with an organization that, I mean, from top – down was just atrocious at the time i covered the team with nbc sports um i think it was in 2010 and then shortly after that i kind of just morphed into a full-time heat fan um i know a lot of people are going to say that i only became a heat fan because of the big three but i was actually not a big fan of the big three when they first formed um so it was solely because of wade and then i kind of just went from there oh wow 
So if yeah. history would have gone different, she might have stayed a Bulls fan. Yeah. Because Wade, Honestly, and, yeah. Wade and LeBron almost teamed up in the Chi-Town. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know uh, if Chicago ever actually had a chance at either of them or Mello, to be quite honest. Um, at least at that time, the front office, like I said, was a mess. But, yeah, I mean, I know I'm in Chicago and I should be loyal to my city and I will always support everything my city does. But in terms of, you know, NBA fandom, it's ride or die for the Heat. Yeah, yeah uh, I've, been, I've been a Wade fan since I think it was – I mean, sorry, a Heat fan – since Wade's, uh, I think it was his, saw, yeah, his sophomore year. Um, so, I mean, I, I was still very young at the time. Um, but still, like, that's, he's the reason why I got into basketball. I played basketball. Not not going to say sit here and say I played college, nor did I even play high school. But I did <laughs> play a lot um, um, during my time, you know, growing up. Even now, I still play. Uh, we all suck, but we still play. Um, but yeah, I became a Wade uh, Heat fan when I think it was yeah Wade's second year. Yeah. Hey, that's better than me. I've never played a sport in my life, so. I was a Heat <laughs> fan since Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway, Dan Marley, PJ Brown, all those guys. Well, I'm so, not that old, so I. I you I know what, see. man? <laughs> Shots fired over here. <laughs> Damn. Adam, I guess since we're talking about Heat fan, Heat, you know, when we started to be Heat fans, when was that for you? I think it was after Dwayne Wade in in 06 when he won the okay. title. See, I was yeah. fresh off the boat. I was I'm not from here. <laughs> oh, that's right. that's right. Yeah, do you guys yeah. remember where I'm from? Wait, wait. Don't tell me, dude. Oh my god. Alain, do you know? Of course I know. No, I not, know you, Alana. Not, you, Alana. Alana. not you, Alana. No, not you know, Alain cuz that's his name, Alain. Oh. No, I don't remember. Oh well, my god, it's Egypt. I, right? I'm horrible, Adam. I'm sorry. No, Egypt. it's okay. It's okay. Egypt, you're right. And we yes. gotta, we gotta do what we gotta. Oh give... no, I remember you were from Egypt. I was yes. just, I, you had told me. No, you no, no. Down, don't lie. He's lying, lying from, to you. He's he lying moved to down you. here from somewhere. I think it was right. I, I had said that just now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Hey, so I think I think this is like kind of. I'm gonna go back a second, Alana, and I'm gonna say. Obviously, the worst GM, you know, even though they obviously were the 90s Bulls, was Jerry Krause, right? Like, he has, you know, he he dismantled the team that was probably the best team of all time, which is the Jordan Bulls, you know, getting rid of Phil Jackson, and obviously, we all saw it in the last dance. So, uh, today, we got some big news in the NBA Kind of shocked me, took me by surprise. Uh, Brad Stevens was promoted to president of basketball operations and Danny Ainge retired. Like, I want to take both of your takes on that. That's like pretty big news. Brad Stevens as a general manager. <laughs> so what do you guys think about that? Um, man, I, you know, just when you think the Celtics can't get any dumber, they go ahead and do that. <laughs> Um, I honestly, when the age news dropped, that was already a big enough bombshell for me personally, but you know, having Brad Stevens come in, especially after then it comes out that, you know, Steven said that he was tired after coaching in the bubble. I mean, you go from being tired over, you know, after one job, which I mean, coaching is not an easy task, but then you get promoted after you complain. I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. He there. was quoted quoted worn down with coaching since the bubble. 
that's what was reported. Well, yeah, and you, apparently you say <laughs> that and you get promoted. So yeah, I guess good yeah. on him. I, I've i had my issues with Brad Stevens, I think, um, over the years. I actually worked in the Horizon League when he was coaching um, Butler, I he believe it was. He was Butler, right? Then. Yeah, it was yeah, Butler. And yeah, and he, he has just changed a lot, in my opinion, um, over the years. And I'm sure he will you know, only continue to do so now with his new role. But listen, if the Celtics want to just continue to be chaotic, let them do it. I'm all good for it, especially when I heard the candidates like Lloyd Pierce and uh, Jason Kidd. Go ahead, Celtics. Keep well, throwing you, fuel on that you guys see? Did you guys see that uh, Evan Turner was saying that the accusations of him – well, not accusations, but they were basically saying that he was interested in being a coach and then he said no, that that was false. But then Jason Tatum said, I hope – I wish that they were true. So yeah. you said Evan, Evan Turner is an interesting character. Yeah. Evan Turner. Yeah. yeah. Like no, we don't like know. Evan Turner on these parts. No, we don't. We, we don't. Yeah, we have not. issues with Evan Turner. <laughs> like you yeah. guys personally? No, no, we just we don't like oh, him. Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay. maybe, but nothing I'm gonna spill tea on here. Oh, oh? My goodness. Oh my goodness. And I thought Adam had the uh the hot takes here with I, the I, I the did tea. not I did not have this tea. <laughs> And like, isn't Brad Stevens like in his early forties? If that, like, forty-four, forty-four, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how many young. finals appearances does Brad Stevens have? If everybody, <laughs> he's had a semi-final appearance. If that, oh, counts. a conference final appearance. <laughs> yeah, nice. two or three. Oh, I had one last year, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I just hate that. Uh, like you know, there was a time. I mean, even still in the bubble, when during the bubble, before the bubble, years before the bubble. You know, oh, you know, Brad Stevens is a better coach in their exposure. And I was like, man, like, bullshit. Can you get out of here with that nonsense? And now, look, he complains and he gets promoted. So it's, that's a weird situation, uh, you know, yeah, situation to me. And I don't know, it kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand with, uh, like, I, we told, you know, spoke about before the pod starting that, um, Coach K retired, you know, just in time for that position to open up. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that is an option for them. I don't know if they've already had that lined up, but I think that's a very intriguing option if if that's what it's happening. Yeah, but you know that transition to from from college to professional isn't as easy as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this, this, is coach, is. this is this is Coach K though. Like that's when you when you yeah. when you talk Duke, that's <laughs> that's like the first you know thing that comes into your mind is Coach K. I mean. You could be right. I mean, he, I don't know. You could be right. He's had exper- he's had experience in Team USA basketball too. Um, so you know. So I obviously... actually, so I actually, this question's like for Adam because I know he has like more connects. Do you think, as far as like people have talked before about Spolster doing the same thing? Because I I kind of see that happening with the Heat. Eventually, uh, one day, like Spo taking over Pat Riley. Honestly, I could see it sooner rather than later, but I do think that Spo will continue coaching. Um, speaking of which, I, I actually think that um, Brad Stevens is going to come back to coaching in a few years. I don't think I, I think he's too young to stay away from coaching for yeah. too long, which is why I think that. Um, I don't know. I think guys like Lloyd Pierce and, and who was the other one? Jason Kidd. Jason I just Kidd, think yeah. that those are stopgap coaches at this point. Um, just wait until the Celtics get back in contention again, like actual contention, and then I think Brad Stevens will be, will be back. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. I mean, 
I don't know, like, I mean, how long, how many years has been, uh, has Brad Stevens been coaching for? What, five, six years? Mm, maybe more than that. I think, I think really? the year th- before or the year that LeBron went back to Cleveland, right? Okay, so he started coaching. So, like, six, seven years. Th- 2013, he started coaching. Wow, okay. So it's and the one, wow, the one golden that child that he attracted to Boston, he got him oh, traded. Gordon Hayward, yeah. <laughs> that was his golden child. I remember. He, yeah, he didn't even let him play. Yeah, because he he he, uh, he he coached him in high school. Like in how school, much in college? How much like credibility are you gonna have in front of free agents when they're like the one guy you coach? You wouldn't even allow him to play. You well, he was hurt. Like, he was also hurt a lot too. So. Well, no, I actually but... think that from a free agent perspective, it's less about Stevens and just more about Ainge at this point. Um, because I mean, he's kind of become the laughing stock of the league. So I can't imagine that that <laughs> yeah. helps when free agents, you know, are kind of looking around. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, like I've said, we've said before, and everybody on Heat Nation knows. Adam knows more about the free agents that's you know that are happening in the off season. But I think it's going to be a definitely uh, an intriguing one for the Heat. I think there's moves coming. Don't have any sources, nor am I claiming I do. I'm just saying what I feel internally. Like there's going to be moves coming. So did you guys have a chance to read that uh, that Barry Jackson article about the last three times that he got swept? Anybody read it? I I did not, but I could tell you. I bet you every single time there were significant changes the following year. Well, yeah, pretty much. That's what it said. That I believe it was two thousand one when we got swept by Charlotte. Two thousand seven, mm-hmm. right? And this I year, the no, then there was another one. There was really? three times. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got. 90, set, it was the oh, 95, no. 96 season that we got swept by the Bulls. Oh, the right, league. right. Okay. So basically, in those three instances, Pat Riley got rid of half the roster. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much like Pirate doesn't gun. care, man. He doesn't uh, care. <laughs> well, what was significant about this year is that this was the first time in Coach Spo's era that they got swept, or something embarrassing happened. Yeah. So I think that's even that makes your point even more that we this know isn't a there real are changes season, coming. Though, come on. Oh, no. We woke oh. up the, the sleeping giant. Here she oh. I'm just, I, listen, I am so sorry. Like, to, to take what happened this year and use it as a definitive, you know, kind of, like, claim about players or, or Spo or kind of the future of this franchise, it just, I can't do it. Well, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, in my opinion, I know there's people who don't have any clue about basketball or any knowledge about basketball, if that. Um, when it comes to about firing Spo, like Spo is top five. You can even make the case top three coach in the NBA. I don't care who says that. I want to hate Spo. That's not true. I have problems <laughs> with his rotation and lineups, and I don't think uh, he necessarily adjusts very well in certain times. Right. But that's like half the his, gig. No, to his credit, he doesn't have. I mean, especially this season, he didn't have a lot of guys to work with. He's doing what he can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this this, this year has been very difficult. Like, I think one person that. I know he averaged more points in his rookie year, but I mean it was kind of noticeable with Tyler. I mean Tyler, what was there with COVID? Whether it was injury, whether it was just, I mean, if you guys remember before the the trade deadline, he was bad. It was bad mm-hmm. before the trade deadline, and then and so was Duncan Robinson. And well, let's be real, we were it was it wasn't Duncan Robinson like numbers that he was putting like last season when it was the first half of this but season. But I, I I think this season like. I agree that it does have, like, you know, you're looking at the conference finals right now, 
obviously Boston lost Jalen Brown, so can we really judge that series? Because that's like that's like us losing Bam, right? And then you know the Lakers obviously struggling now with AD out yesterday, and then the Nuggets won in overtime yesterday, which were the last four, and we got swept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I retweeted this earlier. I think that so, I mean, like, people I have agree, to keep that in mind. I agree with you, but I also agree with something that I've I, I've been watching the Heat a long time, and Spolstra is like a genius, right? Like you could tell a guy studied film before he was a coach, and what I think would happen was, like, you guys remember when we were eleven and thirty, and then we finished the season thirty and eleven that year, mm-hmm. like that team, he was able to maximize the players that we had. You know, as you know, like the following years, we kind of sucked, except when we had Wade and we made the playoffs and we got swept. But he was able to maximize mm, that team mm. and sort of scheme that team into a winning we- team. Like, And then what I'm seeing with last year, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I've really dissected it. It's like I think we used our guys, like the guys that aren't so good, like the Iggy's, who's already past his prime, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, whatever – and we maximized them with the dribble handoffs, with the shooting. And then we ended up winning. And then, you know, that. but I feel like teams figured us out this year. And that's why, like, having, you know, the ultimate talent, like we had the big three, I think that's what wins, like, longevity in the NBA. I, I don't know. I think that's what happened this year, if you ask me. Alain is not a Duncan Robinson fan. Just so that you no, guys I'm know. not. I'm not. I, I don't <laughs> I, pay $20 I, million for he... one – yeah, I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time. I'm letting you guys know ahead of time. That's, right. that's one thing we do not agree on. I mean, we don't get into like vicious arguments like Michael and can't Lana, relate. But <laughs> uh, but anyway, so guys, I I know that you know the Heat got swept, obviously in the playoffs. Um, you know that's a no brainer. We everybody knows that. Um, the Heat season wasn't really, you know, great. Again, COVID injuries. Uh, inconsistent play uh but who would you guys say to you were the or guys or guy that improved the most declined the most and or somebody who surprised you whether it was a good way or bad way um for me i think the obvious one is deadman i mean i don't think anyone necessarily thought he was going to have that great of an impact when we got him um yeah. And I, I don't even mean in terms of, you know, straight stats, although he did do his part that way. Um, but I think in terms of kind of the energy level and the drive and the motivation, um, he came out, you know, from the get. And I also think he built chemistry with the guys a lot quicker than I thought. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he'd have to be my probably the first person off the top of my head for that one. I mean, I you can't go wrong with Deadman, but I also I think that. We can't just ignore what Bam did and the yeah. difference between whose car was that? I'm sorry, I live on a really busy street and I closed <laughs> the window, so I can still hear that. Jesus. I Ethan, we need a raise. We need a raise. Uh, Absolutely, I agree. we do. Earth to Ethan over here. Anyways, before I was interrupted by Alana, um, <laughs> I, I think that the obvious answer for me is the one that nobody really wants to admit, but it's Bam. I mean, Bam. For sure. Bam yeah. went from not shooting any jumpers last year. He was he was an all star. He played he, he played to his strengths last year. But I think this year we saw a new version of Bam, an improved version. We didn't see in the playoffs, but we but we saw Bam taking jumpers from out as far as eighteen feet out. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of a three point game from him. 
not as much as we'd like, but we saw a little bit of it. I think that we can't just ignore what that leap that Bam took this year just yeah. because of what happened in the playoffs this year. Yeah, and Bam making threes next year I think is almost like 100%. Oh, it's I don't happen. know about that. I don't know. I don't know yet. You think See, you, don't you drink mean... Adam's Kool-Aid over here. Those See... are ridiculous statements. Oh. <laughs> Well, here's, so you, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Does Spo let him or he won't shoot him? That's what I was going to ask I you think again. he won't shoot him. Okay. But Fair. the thing with Bam is he doesn't do it until he's 100% positive he's, he would be great at it. Yeah. You know, so. But I think if they get a center, which I think is almost definitive that they're going to try to get a center. Oh, I, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, why not just keep Deadman? Well, then play Glenn. Demon at the five, and you need to put Bam at the four. He's not a five. I don't know. This. I don't know if I agree with that. So you do think he's a, fi- a five? A I think he's a five in the playoffs. The question is, is he a five? Is he able to withstand that in the regular season? Could you play him at the five in the regular season where, and where he won't get tired out by then? I think if you can get a, a an all-star type talent at the five, then you can move Bam at the four. I mean, that's what they did. When Myers was around, but Myers obviously is Who? significant. Exactly. No, 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 um, no, no. no. <laughs> so, so I, I side on the minimum. Oh God! Ooh, I'm no, about no, to, no, 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 I'm about to walk out of here. <laughs> I'll take never, him. I'll, Run it back. Alana, I think we've lost you. I think Barbara Walters, baby, 2020. <laughs> I think we've lost the connection, Alana. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Man. I don't think she's here. Yeah, that, I, I'm just gonna ignore what I just heard anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't. I think if we, I don't think Bam can play against. I, I've seen it before um, when he plays against the the Jokic's, the the uh, Embiid's. Like he he really struggles with the power. It's not the mobility of you know his feet. You know when it comes to the big man because he has obviously better um, movement with his feet. But I think it's more the power um, when it comes to people like like Joel Embiid. Now the thing is with with a guy like Joel Embiid, you double him and he is a horrible passer out of the post. But like a guy like Jokic, who's a phenomenal passer, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't see him as a as a five. Now, if we were to get, like you said, somebody who is, is an all-star caliber at the five position, then then yes, I would definitely move Bam to the four. But I mean, look, it didn't help that Ariza played like crap in that series. Like, he was shooting bricks. A lot so... of guys play. I think the entire team, the only guy, in my opinion... I could be completely wrong, but in my opinion, the only guy who brought it, at least the first two games, uh, and who kept us in the game for, for game one, along with Duck Robinson, was Dragic, in my opinion. Yeah. Adam so, loves Goron. Don't you, Adam? You're funny. I forgot. Yeah, you, you want to trade him for a first-round pick. I forgot about that. No, that's not at all true. That's, I think, exactly <laughs> what Adam said. I love Goron, but... You're a funny just, girl. But he's... Uh, <laughs> I think that milk has expired. there's no Um, way they're not bringing back goron i'm sorry not for 18 million no not for 18 million but he's yeah i think you take away the eight from that number and i think the one but can can they absolutely why couldn't they because if they sign like a free agent won't they run out of cap space no i mean you can sign as many people as you want to the minimum Mm, okay do we need to go through a cap course 
Because I don't know if he'd want to take the minimum, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's really if you can offer it, it doesn't mean he's going to take it. Uh, Absolutely. I I think especially when you pay another thirty six year old point guard thirty million. Yeah, but you can't compare Kyle Lowry to <clears throat> Kyle Lowry. To Corn, to He's Corn also Dunks. not going to solve all our problems. So. He's not. He really isn't. He, 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 I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's a great piece. Mm-hmm. Do I do I think he's worth the two year fifty mil that they're purported that he wants? Maybe. Um, but I mean, you still need another piece. I still think. You need I still think. Big... I still think Riley's going to big pulled off two big moves this summer. Not just two. One. Yeah. The only way to do that is to sign a free agent and then trade. Yeah, yeah. sign and trade. Sign and trade. Oh, so you don't think one of Duncan or Kendrick is going to come back? I don't oh, think absolutely. Kend- I, I don't think I Kendrick. Think, he's I one, think everybody's one of them. banking on the Duncan thing too much, in my opinion. I would agree. I, think, I don't know if Duncan wants to return. So it doesn't matter if he wants to return. Yeah, but maybe, like, maybe Atlanta wants a Duncan. I don't know. Sure. I would, college. I would let, the, I would let Duncan go check out what his market is, sign, and then we'll match it in two days. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not about what he wants. I think if the Heat want him, then they'll keep him. Do you guys think he's worth the twenty million? I think we're at a point where twenty million, eighteen million, seventeen—it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you're, if you're going to be an over-the-cap team, it doesn't matter what number you sign him to. So I think everybody that's fighting over 15 million, 20 million, 23 million, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Okay, the Heat are projected to be a cap team, and once they use that cap, they could sign Duncan to 30 million if they want. Yeah. So all this discourse over how much Duncan is going to get paid really is not something that people Golden should be State worried about. Golden State has had like $200 million in salary for the last five years, and they're fine. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I think that he needs to address a couple of things in the offseason, honestly. I think, you know, first, what are they going to do, like we just said, with Duncan and Kendrick? Um, and, and second, are they, you know, ports were coming out that Jimmy's probably going to, you know, seek that four-year, $181 million extension that would, you know, Pay the man. Basically, that we would have Jimmy till he's thirty-six. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is pay him? You crazy or what? Alana, I am not ready to disclose my thoughts on this topic yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I I think that an honest discussion needs to be had this summer with Jimmy, and I would sit him down if I'm Pat, and I say, look, do you want to win or do you want the money? And yeah, I, yeah. I, I say, look, we're, we're happy to give you your money uh, in the beginning, but closer to the end of that contract, we can't be paying you $50 million at 36 years old. Yeah. If, you, if you're serious about winning and you don't want to be traded to a Sacramento at age 36 because we needed the cap space, you're going to have <laughs> to give up a little, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I don't think um, the $181 million is – is something that I would give. I would give something, I mean, I don't know. I just wouldn't give, I mean, I do. It depends on what he wants. If he wants to win, then he's not going to obviously take that money. He's still going to get paid, but he's not going right. to take Right, so I mean, money. at the end of the contract, you know, you tell him, look, if you want $50 million at 36, but you're going to be playing for the Shanghai Sharks, then fine, we'll give you the money. Mm-hmm. If you want to win something. I, I think it's going to be sort of like, those conversations they used to have with Wade, like, okay, look, we got this guy wants to come, this guy wants to come, and 
you know, and you know, it do just, you want to win? Exactly mm-hmm. what Adam is saying. Do you want to win? Well, we got to work out. I mean, you know, our numbers like this. I, I think that this summer is a really important summer for the Heat because it, to me, huge. What they do dictates what direction they're going. Are they going to look to build around the Bam era or the Jimmy era, depending on what they do? Like if they go get a John Collins, that to me is signaling they're winning right now, but they're more geared towards Bam's timeline. If they get a Kyle Lowry, they're committed to winning now. I mean, but that's that's a good, you know, topic. I mean, I I think even if you get John Collins, that's – I mean, he's – I think he's the same age as Bam, if I'm not mistaken – um, yeah, he's 23, 24, you know, so whether that's for the, the Jimmy era or the Bam era, I think that's that's a winning move, you know. I, I agree. So, I mean, I think the Kyle Lowry's, like you said, that's more towards obviously the Jimmy era because, you know, Jimmy, you know, obviously is is, is older than Bam. So they're going to want to put pieces around Jimmy to make him to make the team win. Um, so I don't know. I think I, I really like Jaron Jackson Jr. too from the, the Grizzlies. I'm not saying he's better than John Collins, but I think that's a good uh, piece. I'll take a pass on that one. I think he's a good uh, – uh, he would be a solid addition. I don't think he would be nearly as expensive as um, John Collins. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but for what I've seen in the playoffs, he's he's solid. He can hit three, pick and pop, pick and roll, plays defense. He's just not as, like, as a great scorer as John Collins, in my opinion. I mean – we can we can sit here and debate all day, but I think that the basketball team needs to do whatever they need to do to improve. And I think that at the end of the day, that's what they're going to end up doing. So, so but, Adam, I have a big question for you. For shoot. all the, the hero lovers, do you think if <laughs> oh you're talking to the number one and two hero lovers in uh, oh, all okay, the, great. Yeah, Alana's number one. I'm number two. For me? I know you're not making that mistake. <laughs> Alana's a way too quiet. We asked her that Jimmy question, and she said, I just I mean, not want any right. part Hero, of this well, and remember Hero before be we started, available this summer. That was my question. Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. But What'd before, before I say? answer that, before I answer that, remember before we started, I was the one that doesn't talk, and Alana <laughs> was the I'm just yeah, yeah. back and letting I, you do your thing, Adam. Oh, man. Mm. That's funny. So what, what was the question you asked, Alain? What was it? If Hero will be available this summer, because I really oh. think he will be. I think I think he's already, right guy. but I don't think he'll be moved. I hope he doesn't get moved. Strong words. <laughs> Strong so, words, indeed. So, so you, so you really are your friend. No, no, I don't like him. Oh, okay. But so I, I but I hope. Don't think he's gonna get moved. I think he beat his rookie year. Adam wants his valley to rise so that we can get more out of him later. Uh, Isn't that right? right. That's exactly that's right. right. Hmm. That is right. You're so right. I, I mean, Hero is Winslow 2.0. Ooh. No, I don't know oh, about that. Oh, that is that is excessive. That I don't know about. I'm sorry. I don't know if I we can. I, I don't know if we can release this pod anymore. No. That might <laughs> yeah. be the hottest take I've ever heard. No, 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 no. No, I mean, listen. I think the guy peaked his rookie year. Like honestly, that's what I think. Justice didn't peak his rookie year. I, I believe he did. He had a better rookie year. I mean, as far as winning was concerned. Okay. <laughs> All I right. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I, I don't think Tyler Hero is a way more gifted scorer than Winslow was. The only thing that Winslow has over him is like they, they flipped. Like one of them plays defense and one of them plays offense better. You know, so it's. I mean, this year, Tyler didn't play offense or defense. <laughs> exactly. Y'all back off the man. He had a sophomore slump after being probably more injured than any of us knew. You're right. You're right. We need his value to rise. We need to speak 
well on him, not ill. You mean manifest? Yeah, that's exactly right. Manifesting. Mm -hmm. So, oh, okay. Well, Adam, I I know that you know you're the guy when it comes to uh, possible free agent acquisitions and trade targets. So, is there anybody out there that he Twitter and he Nation should be keeping an eye on, or you don't know, you can't say, you don't remember? Remember the last time I was on this pod? What I what I told you guys? I gave you guys a scoop before everyone else got it. And I remember. I remember that if Kyle Lowry got traded, it would either be Miami or Philadelphia. That's exactly right. And I still think that that's exactly what's going to happen. It's Miami, though, because Philly has no cap space. doesn't matter. I mean, cap space is is superficial at this point in the league. You can create cap space out of thin air. Yeah. And there is, I'm going to hint at it now, but there's a discussion that we're going to have on Clutch Corner tomorrow that uh, I want to hint at it a little bit. But uh, I'll ask you guys, actually. Um, okay. Do you guys think there's one untouchable on this roster or two? Two. Two? Okay. Yeah. You're making me second-guess my life. So. <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not reporting anything. I'm just, this is an opinion. I think. I think. One. Okay, and who's who's yours? Oh, I'm. Uh, I'll save that for tomorrow. No, I'm talking I didn't to even know we were doing this tomorrow. Look at Adam giving me insight a day early. Oh, is Jimmy <laughs> earlier uh, than usual? Jimmy's the untouchable to you. To me, he's the untouchable because you got to understand. Pat Riley's how old? Like seventy something. Seventy-seven. Like fine wine. Yeah, yeah but is. he he knows his window is here now. Jimmy's the window for him. You're yeah, right, because yeah, you're right, because Jimmy Bam is more down the line. You know, a couple of years from now, that's when he'll be really at his at his best. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, 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 I have I have a question for you guys. Okay. So we were debating a bunch of little things from the off season. Let's say tonight Dallas beats Los Angeles. They go up three two, and then they win four two. Mm-hmm. Kawhi's like, hey, I'm out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. And talking about the cap, you know, gymnastics. And this is something I posed on Twitter, but nobody really caught on to it. If you had to trade Bam to bring in Kawhi, would you do it? Alana? I think there's zero shot that Kawhi ends up here, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on that train, but I will answer the question. Uh, it depends who we bring along with Kawhi. Like, not... On the Clipper side, I'm saying like in general, like if we bring Kyle Lowry and um, yeah, uh, obviously Kawhi. you would be bringing in another guy. You're doing the sign. You you would sign Kyle Lowry with your cap space, and then, then Kawhi is uh, your sign. I'm 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 going for that. I'm I'm honestly I'm doing that. Uh, as much as I love Bam and I think he's great, I think he's gonna be phenomenal when it's all said and done. I I want to win now, so <laughs> and. That's fair. Clutch? Um, depends on where you move Bam. Okay. I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't give a, a straight yes or no answer because it's really tough. You don't – it's tough to trade an all-star that's under 23 or 24 years old. Yeah. You know, how many times in NBA history has that happened? Yeah. I just don't – I don't see Kawhi coming here. He had a great – you know, thing going on in Toronto. He literally just had just won a championship and left to go to LA, was making crazy, um, what was it, uh, requests uh, from the Raptors, like like 
create at least that were reported, you know, crazy requests from them um, in order for him to sign back. And, and I, don't, I just see he's from L.A. He wants to stay in L.A. I don't I don't see that happening. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be like build around me as opposed to I'm leaving again. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't I'm, a, I'm like with Alana on that. I don't think he's coming. I think it's very unlikely. I think the national media has no idea what they're saying when they talk to talk about the heat, um, especially Sunshine. when it comes. Yeah, <laughs> especially when it comes to free agents and trade targets. It's like Stephen A. Smith uh, what was the other guy that was uh, with Jalen Rose. I forgot his name. Um, they were just like, it's just Jacobi. nonsense to me. Yeah, Jacoby. What was his name? Jones? Jacoby Jones? No. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I just don't think the national media has any clue when it comes to the Heat. So I don't think he's coming here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a fun thing to think about, and it's it's a content machine. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Everybody now. Everybody switched today to Damian Lillard because he lost in overtime. Oh my god, that guy has said I don't know how many times that he's not leaving the Blazers. I don't. I I would be beyond shocked if he were to to leave or get whatever it is if he was um gone i cj mccullum is gone <laughs> way before damian leonard's gone i so. think he fans overrate their team though to be honest like who's like looking at the heat right now and just gets swept by the bucks and like yeah i'm gonna go join them we're gonna win yeah. a title in miami yeah. yeah i mean we're the only team that got swept this playoff so exactly <laughs> it's been pretty bad so well, um, Alain, you got any more questions? No, I'm tapped out. I'm good. All right. Well, guys, I know you guys got to run. and We're at the end of our uh, podcast. I want to say a thanks again to Adam and Alana for coming on. It's always been it's a great time talking to you, Adam. Great been talking to you. Uh, Alana, you know, you've been quiet for half the time. Um, Listen, it's been I'm, I'm giving Adam his space. He doesn't get a lot of whoa, time to talk. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was told that this was Alana's time to shine. It was. It's always it was. my time to shine, Adam. I, I'm but silently shining in the corner. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't think she agreed with uh, Alain's take on uh, Winslow and Hero being the same. So I think that's what really got her up pissed off. <laughs> They're not the same because Hero scores more, but I just feel like they both peaked in their rookie year. No, I, Maybe I it was he, a bad comparison. I, I, I think he... um Whatever. Anyway, um, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Alain, obviously, thank you, like always. Um, So we'll catch you next time here on Miami Sports Junkie Podcast. And see you guys later.